Georgia with their first practice of the spring in the books. Dean Leggy, Matt DeBerry here talking about the dogs. Again, here on Dog Post and Riding Home, another edition here. Matt, yesterday we were recording this after Pro Day, and uh, there's a lot of guys that are missing, as Kirby talked about on Tuesday. But the the group that's there um, looks solid. It's hard to draw a lot out of the first practice of a spring because yeah. so much of the team is that's going to be in there fall is not there now. But guys like Nolan Smith looked really good. Obviously, you had a different quarterback situation with Stetson uh, as what looked like the backup, at least for now, behind Jake Fromm. Um, and there's, there's, there's not always a ton to drag out of spring ball, but we started yesterday with some pieces missing. Not, not on the offensive line, though, and other places. What were your you know, overall thoughts at the beginning of this one? Well, they gave us two short periods to watch. Uh, so the first few minutes, I watched a little bit of the quarterbacks and the receivers. Uh, obviously, Jake Fromm leading the way at the quarterback. Dwan Mathis kind of looks the part. He, yeah. He's got some link to him. He's a tall kid. Uh, if he continues to develop and put on some weight, um, you know, he can really help the team at some point if they need him to. He doesn't throw as nice a ball as the other two quarterbacks. No, it, I thought he had some zip on it and nice timing, but it, I mean, there were simple slant routes and out routes. They, you know, it was nothing spectacular, but he does kind of have a weird angle and release to him. Yeah, he's tall. He is tall. He is tall, but definitely still has to be developed and worked on. But uh, size wise, you know, he, he's got it as long as he keeps hitting the weight room and. Keeps putting on very, weight, but he's very long. He's long and thin. He's long. Now, and thin. I wonder, you know, in terms of quarterbacks, long is not always ideal because you want right. the ball out. Right. So he does take him a little but bit longer, but, but, but tall out, is but ideal. I mean, it's exactly. hard to be tall and have short hands. Exactly. Short arms. Uh, it was easy to notice him though. Yeah, for sure. You could not miss him uh, at the receiver position. Jeremiah Holloman is really taking yeah. that leadership role and becoming. The guy, if he wasn't, you know, the number one guy heading into the spring, it sure looked like he was the best or, you know, receiver out there yesterday and the more vocal leader too. He was coaching up some guys. And he might Jackson not be included. the best receiver in the fall. Right, he might not, but he looked good. He was the first guy in the drills. You could tell he was taking that role as a leader. Uh, yeah. Demetrius Robertson was too. He was another yeah. guy first in line, going through reps, looked okay. Tommy Bush, easy to notice with his height and length. Matt Landers, mm -hmm. you know, you, you see him and you're like, oh, they, man, who is this they guy? They really have lost a lot at receiver. Right. Though. And you remember, oh, it's Matt Landers from a few years and ago. And the, the tight ends, I mean, they're, there's just not that many of them over there. Yeah, it looks like they're probably going to have to play Brett Seether, the kid from uh, Orlando. Tampa. Tampa. Tampa, Tampa, correct. Um, probably more than they anticipated. Yeah. But he's a really good player, too. But John Fitzpatrick was out there. He looks like he's put on weight, which he needed to. He was long and thin uh, when he got to Athens. So Nolan. Nolan Smith. Nolan Smith, though. Uh, and Jermaine Johnson at that outside linebacker spot. They both looked good, you know, just walking up to him. Britton Cox looked looks really bigger. good. Yeah. Looks bigger and, yeah. and thicker. He stood out immediately. But, yeah, number four had a, you know, it was easy to figure out who he was. I wasn't sure at first. I'm just not sure that this defense has a like you know, in two thousand seventeen they had DeAndre Baker, who was really good, but Roquan was the guy that everybody talked yeah. about. I'm not sure that they have a first round draft pick that's obvious coming into the spring. I mean, 
Jordan Davis is really good. Tyler Clark. They have a lot of – On the defensive line? Well, on the defense. On the offense, I think they do have first-round picks. But um, so next year on defense. Well, and I, I, I just say that now, you know, it's, it's it's the eyes of March here, and I do wonder if over the next six months, when you roll into September, no one thought Jonathan. I didn't think my, I saw Jonathan Davis play live. He was okay. Jordan Davis. Excuse me, Jordan Davis play live. He was okay. I mean, Zamir White was the best player in that game. By it wasn't even close. He's the best player you've ever seen. In yeah, in a high school game. Yeah. Um, but. My point kind of is right now, young talent. On these yeah, teams. and they're not. And Aziz Ojolari stuck out to you. Yeah, he, he changed did. his number. He's a thirteen. Looks like he's not as tall as Jonathan Ledbetter. Adam, but Adam, Adam was... Anderson changed his. Adam Anderson is the guy that they need to. I mean, he can really play, yeah. but the question is, does does he know what he's doing all the time? You know, and then you've got Quay Walker. You've got. Um, he was with the inside linebackers because I didn't see him in that group. Well, well, and you've also got David Wilson. You've got so all these guys that didn't play a lot. Now they're going to play a lot, and they will be replacing guys who were pretty steady with um, Jonathan Ledbetter, with DeAndre Walker, DeAndre Baker, obviously. Yeah. So you do lose some pretty good players on defense, but there's no one coming back. Like J.R. Reed is not going to be a first round draft right. pick. He's going to be a really good college player. But he's not going to be a first round draft pick. Richard LeCount, like Richard and Jr. played a lot of games for Georgia and started a lot of games now. They're veterans now. But are they superstars? No. My my point in all saying all of that is, maybe they don't have a weakness on defense necessarily. I mean, what is the weakness, Matt? The weakness. What is the weakness of this team now? Tight ends? Are we are we really talking about tight ends being a weakness? I don't I don't want to say wide receivers a weakness. But that's their biggest drop-off, for sure. Yeah, but you go – I agree. But you go and get either, depending on who you're talking about, one or two five-star players to replace yeah. them. Yeah. So one of those five-star receivers, Dominic Blaylock or the kid from Alabama, should – George. They're both playing. Right. Well, they sh- at least one of them should really be good, Yeah. yeah. if not both. Yeah. I mean, how many five-star receivers have they had? Terry? And 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 uh, and uh, Robert. Get it out! Get it I'm out! There trying. you go. <laughs> there you go. I'm just trying so well, I guess hard. Miko was a five star, but athlete. Right. Yeah. Right. Moved receiver. Um, but if going back to the weaknesses, it's not the defensive line because you've got experience there. You know, right. Tyler no, Clark, David Marshall, uh, Jordan Davis, Julian Rochester. They're actually adding quality depth, especially with this 2019 class. And Rochester didn't practice yesterday. Right. I mean, so right. that was but a But he's a veteran guy who is healthy. He's not a superstar, but he's a guy who can plug no, some gaps for you No, it would be helpful if he played better, though. It would. I mean, I yeah. think he's 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 been good, but he's not been like – Jonathan Ledbetter's had a better career yeah. than, than Rochester. Rochester has. is pushed around here and there, especially – when he's double teamed, but if he's, he's your backup it. nose or he's your, would he ever play in? I mean, there are situations where it's possible, I guess. Third and one, fourth and yeah. one. You want all the beef up there? He'll probably you know, play some in. They didn't. Kind of what Georgia's going through this spring is what it's going to be. Yeah. Where you could lose Nick and Sony, you know, and guys like that that are or Roquan. I mean that that did hurt them, I guess, last year. But it didn't hurt them so much that they certainly lost the game because Nick and Sony played didn't right. play. Last year, 
it's not like Georgia racked up a ton of sacks. So right. I would say an outside linebacker. Walter Grant's not a pass rusher. He's an well, Trayvon, Tray, Trayvon Walker wasn't out there either. And Trayvon will be a guy that plays. He's yeah. a top six defensive lineman yeah. for Georgia. Nolan Smith. But you still have Brenton Cox there. You have Walter Grant. You have Cox. You have – Robert Beal was with them too. Robert Beal was with yeah. them and has had good moments at He times. has had moments. But it will be about this spring really for this – this, we've talked a lot about the defense. I think with good reason because if there's transition on this team, it it is the defense. I mean, you have the same quarterback. We know who the quarterback's going to be. We probably know the offensive line, the wide receivers. We know who the two yeah. of the starters will probably be at running back. I mean, you you get, so nothing is really new for this program on the offensive side of the ball. We know the specialists. It's going to be interesting to see who wins those spots outside linebacker. And you're going to switch guys coming in. The, you know, the in and Georgia out on team anyway. that's coming back in 2019 is going to be very similar to the 2018 team. I'm not sure you can say that about Clemson, Alabama. You're missing that really good defensive lineman. And Ohio State, you're missing a head coach that was there. Maybe Texas and Georgia are a little undervalued versus nationally versus what they could be yeah. in 2019. Well, I, I think Ohio State's going to average 40 points again, but it's their defense that so they're going to have to really fix I mean, if they want to make a playoff run. You, you can't lose to yeah. Purdue by 30, right? which means you allowed a ton yeah. of points. They have to improve on defense, but they're, they're going to lie up the scoreboard again next year, I think, especially with – and, I, and and we know where the bodies are buried with Georgia. I mean, I mean, I know where one body is buried at Ohio State, which is they have a quarterback that's going to come up there who's really gifted, who's never started a game. Yeah. So that's problematic for Ohio State because eventually they will get challenged by someone. You would think he's going to make some incredible plays. He's going to make some dumb ones again, like he did in at, at Clemson. You know, they they could score. They maybe could average fifty points a game, yeah. but will their defense? be there when they need them to be there because well, uh, they're only going to get challenged so often like georgia they've got a, a lot of young talent on defense yeah. i don't think it's as much talent as georgia's bringing in on defense the the sophomores and but their that offense, georgia has on defense is i mean that's an elite group clemson's offense is spectacular and they're not a single acc defense is going to no. be able to stop so them. so I don't think Texas A&M can hang with them, and I don't think South Carolina can. So in the only non-conference games that matter, they should have – they should be in good shape. But for Georgia, we, we mentioned those other schools. I mean, maybe Texas would be in there or Oklahoma. I mean, they got transition at quarterback too. I guess Texas has deserved it. I think they do now, but but I don't know how many of those guys that played in the Sugar Bowl who really played well are gone. I don't, yeah. I don't know. For Georgia, basically the team – the, the 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 bones of the team from last year are back, yeah. and it's you know Georgia's when we talk about Clemson's offense, Georgia scored a ton of points on offense too. Now, when you look out there though, you see the offensive line. It's hard to, I mean, that's probably the best offensive line in the country. Georgia's. It's never good to lose a center, especially right. one who started multiple years, yeah. but. You know, we heard yesterday Trey yeah. Hill is a guy who could step in, and we might not Clay, see drop off at all. Clay Clay Webb, yeah, in theory, yeah. could be your starter. I love Clay Webb. Yeah, and Jamari Sawyer. You, you have a ton of options yeah. if you're Georgia at the center spot, but there's no. I just look at the grand scheme of things. The biggest concern is you lost DeAndre Baker. 
which gave you a lot of ability. No one scored a touchdown on him for two years. And then you've got, you know, after that, you're filling in dots. It's There's no big gaping holes uh, on this team. You don't want your quarterback to get hurt. But what I would argue there is, if you're Clemson and your quarterback gets hurt, are you going to go undefeated? Probably, I guess. But the margin forever, forever drops down pretty low. Same thing for Alabama, Oklahoma, Texas. Everybody now, there's no programs that have backup quarterbacks anymore. No. That's gone. It, so, it completely gone. So that's for everyone anymore. You're going to have to find a diamond in the rough and hold on to him as your backup quarterback from well, now Well, you on. would like someone like Stetson Bennett if yeah. you can do that. But but you've got now, you know, for the second year in a row, well, the two of the last three years, Georgia's had three scholarship kids, which is not ideal. Yeah. Last year they had two, yeah. which is really bad. The five it's just and four new, star quarterbacks are not going to sit gonna stick around. two or three years. The, yeah. the, not with the new rules. D, right. The DJ Shockleys are over, though. He, yeah. he, I don't think anyone would have blamed him if he decided to transfer and yeah. sit a year and do something else. But those, those days are gone. But yeah, Georgia's got themselves a great quarterback right now, and they've got an offensive line that you know has kept him injury-free the last two years. Well, you would think. I mean, Jake Fromm has played 30 games – now, excuse me, 29 games, and he's not missed a game yet. You would think maybe it would be possible that he could miss a game. Yeah, He's not exactly – I mean, he's durable. I would call him durable. Yeah. Yeah. And he doesn't do dumb stuff like he did occasionally as a freshman he's gotten, running the ball. He's gotten popped a few times, but – no, I don't, he's, th- I don't think he's got pop like Aaron Murray used to get pop. Yeah, he's he's, he's a durable guy. He's yeah. thicker than Aaron, taller than Aaron, has better hair than Aaron. If you're listening, Aaron, um. <laughs> one, one of our best listeners, uh, <laughs> Aaron Murray, yeah. poor guy. Um, but uh, I, this team can win the national championship. Alabama can win it. Clemson can win it. I guess Texas can win it. Oklahoma. Ohio State possibly, but there's not a lot of other teams. Right. And so when we when I look at – when I always – my number one thing at spring practice and fall practice is I go and look at the offensive line. Can this win, Can this offensive line win the SEC? And at Georgia, there is no question it can win the SEC. It, it did two years ago, and I think the offensive line and, is and better now than who, it was. Who, so it really does – it seems to me like – and the conference – is it is it just is it Georgia Bama and then LSU and probably after that then Florida, Florida and then, then Auburn yeah but Auburn Auburn they're won. not going to win a they can't win a conference I don't think. I don't think Florida can either I, I don't think so either yeah. but it's Georgia LSU may or no Georgia and Alabama maybe LSU yeah when maybe I saw LSU. someone rank them that high I was like well now wait a second now. Um, you know, maybe, but but LSU truthfully should be in the same position as Georgia and Alabama. They still have the same quarterback they, they did from last year. They should, but they've not recruited yeah. as well as Georgia and Alabama has. There's been very few programs that have actually. No one has the last three years, and now we're into that three. Now we're at the point where those three years matter. Clemson needed Trevor. They didn't have Trevor. It had been be. tough. Well, they would have gone after Justin Fields, and that's a whole different. But thing well, probably, they needed a but, they needed a spectacular right. quarterback. Clemson hasn't recruited like Alabama and Georgia have, and 
Ohio State had, but then this past year it was okay, and they switched their head coach. I think, to me, you've got three programs, Georgia, Alabama, Clemson. Georgia's on the outside looking in because they've not won the national championship. Everybody's on. Clemson's jock now because they just won it. Alabama is getting credit for winning however many that they've gotten. It's those three in terms of talent. I think outside of those three, Ohio State, Oklahoma, Texas are in this conversation. And then probably after that, or maybe with that group but slightly below it, is LSU and Florida. I'm talking nationally. I don't know that Washington does not have what these other schools have. If we were to fly across the country and watch UW practice, it wouldn't look like Georgia. No. It would at quarterback, yeah, but it wouldn't everywhere else. It'll be interesting to see what Oklahoma does. I do think Jalen Hurts is a good that, quarterback. That hurts them, yeah. though. See, that's why I would not put them in the category with Georgia, Clemson, and Alabama. Well, I think their defense and, is still trash. By the way, man, and this is this is not a hot take, but this is just a – if I'm ranking guys in order specifically that I would want at quarterback, I would go Trevor first, then Fromm, and then Tua. Now, I know that sounds crazy. But the reason why I say that is, whereas Tua is more gifted as a as a playmaker, I guess you could say, I can't get over what I saw on the field in Atlanta when they beat him senselessly, Georgia, and then what I saw with Clemson kind of got after him. Tua, with guys in his face, just like any other quarterback, really suffers, and I I would I I didn't think I would ever say this, but I would I would take Jake Fromm over Tua. Tua makes more. How do I say? It, like I don't want to say game changing errors. But he did against Clemson. Yeah, that's that what I'm talking six, about. And that's one that of the was, things. That, it was that one that, route that wasn't changed the else. game, man. And that was early on. <laughs> but it, it was so weird because you're like, what is he doing? But he looked at that one route. That's where he was going pre-snap, and he threw it, and the guy broke and, on and it. Hear me out on this. I don't know. We've gotten on a tangent here but that's riding home that's yeah <laughs> but georgia didn't rush the passer last year very well i know whose ass they got after though was tua and that was Ledbetter, who is not a pass rusher and a deandre walker who is a, a better pass rusher than most people and if you remember <laughs> what happens when nolan smith is out there what happens when jermaine you go johnson too well jermaine johnson should really be able to rush the passer yeah. Uh, he's especially that's what he, that's what he should what do. So what happens when you've got those guys out there on third and seven or whatever? I I I think they do match up perfectly fine with Alabama, um, and that's the question is you know will this be a different team when they sh- when they in theory inevitably show down against one another? Jake Fromm has played well against Alabama, generally speaking. And that's a good point because it does seem like when they really try to rush the passer and get after the quarterback, like they, they sacked Baker Mayfield three times, Ledbetter, Tyler Clark, DeAndre Walker, they all sacked him. They sacked Tua a number of it's, times it's, in the national championship game. And then again, when they really, really want to, they can. But now that they have guys like Brayton Cox, Adam Anderson, Nolan Smith, Jermaine Johnson off the edge, well, and if they there's match so up, much they can do. If they match up with Clemson in, in the semis or in the final – you know, maybe maybe you do match up slightly better. I don't know. You're going to have to get after Trevor, and he's a lot slipper, slipperier than people realize because he's very long and can get around the corner. Um, he, like Jake Fromm, did some dumb things running with the ball as a freshman yeah. and sur- lived to survive. But 
This is about the guys in the trenches. I don't think Georgia's unbelievable like Alabama and Clemson were last year, but Alabama and Clemson last year both did get beat up at times. Clemson beat up Alabama, and uh, uh, a lot of people ran on. I mean, South Carolina did some damage to Clemson. People just straight up ran on Clemson. Uh, So you, as a defensive line, got to hold on. It's the offensive lines that really, really do matter, and Georgia's got the best one in the country, and it's time for them to – to, you know, do it. To do it, for lack of a better term. Real quick, uh, you know, again, it was just one practice, first practice of the I know, spring. It's, it's a lot to draw from. But I, I do think this Georgia team is better in 2019 than they were last year. Now, why? I, I think they're more experienced. I think those guys in that 2017 class. Uh, they were old. They're, they're, they're juniors now. Oh, the 2017 class, not the right, 2017 right, right. team. Even with the loss of DeAndre Baker. I, I do think that it's it's a more veteran group with a, still a lot of young talent, uh, a junior quarterback. You still have DeAndre Swift. You still have – and, again, the offensive line has gotten better the past two years. I think they're better this year than they were last year. I'm not sure they were – this team is better than the 2017 team, but they also had the leadership, the Roquan, Sony, Nick. They don't Nick, have Nick a Roquan. Carter. They do yeah. have something that could approach yeah. Sony and, and Nick, I yeah. think, if, if if Zamir is what – I saw Zamir today, and, and, I mean, Zamir, man, this guy, he um, – you know, I just hope for Zamir that he has the ability to play in a way that he's yeah. not uh, – you know, that he can play without worrying about the knee. Well, he's probably the biggest question mark on the team right now. I think now. so. I think I think he is, and I, I'm not sure the people listening really know how much a healthy Zamir White can really change a game. He'd be better even as a sophomore for this team. He would be better than DeAndre Swift. Yeah. If both that 100, percent and you've I, said that I for th- years. I yeah. think so, and that's not running Swift down. No, because Swift's really good. You, you just have to watch the the senior film of Zamir White, and, and yeah, or go to the game that I went yeah. to, and apparently that was just sort of a normal night for yeah. him. He only had 13 t- touches and had more than 200 yards of offense. So we're just sitting on a special, special but, player. But now. is he the same as he was? He See, I, I, I don't want to make it more than it really is. And um, But guys like – guys, He can still rush for 1,000 yards. This guy, I mean, I don't know him as well as you sort of know Thomas Brown. You know, Thomas recovered from an ACL. He seemed fine. Todd Gurley – has played pretty well in the NFL. Nick Chubb's leg went backwards. <laughs> yeah, that was horrible. I was right there for that. And and in 2016, Nick was a heck of a running back. Yeah. But it was even better in 2017. But um, I think Zamir White can be still a really good player for Georgia, yeah. maybe rush for 1,000 yards. I don't know if he can be senior at, you know, what was the high school? The Lux. It was at uh, at Scotland High Scotland. School. I don't know if we'll ever see senior Scotland High School running backs in Mary White. I'm not again. sure we won't. I I just think you have to have that dose of reality right. with him. Um, but guys like – but. what Zamir will have the ability to do and Swift will have the ability to do and Harry and, and Cook, I mean, they don't have – Chumps back there. I mean, Harrion is a really, really hard runner, and he's their number three. Now, he'll probably come in as the two this spring, and and none of these guys all have egos, and they want to be good. And, and, you know, in the fall, what we don't see in the spring, of course, is we don't know what the new guys will be like, the new running back uh, from Florida. McIntosh. Kenny McIntosh. Kenny McIntosh. What what you've got there is is he someone that is – 
you know, not spectacular on film, but then he suddenly gets in the SEC, and you're like, wait a second, you know. So we don't know. If he plays over a lot of those guys you just right. mentioned, then he's pretty damn good. I'm well, Harry and Harry and I'll say this is not anywhere close to being prototypical. And he's been a four-year grinder. I mean, it's crazy. I mean, he got a lot of carries against North Carolina. Yeah, and, and they and 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 so there's a there's there's different ways to prepare dinner. Georgia has its particular way of preparing dinner, but they can win with Jake Fromm being the guy too. In fact, against Alabama last year and the year before, he had to really play well. He really played well against Oklahoma, but I think he really played well in the in the eighteen SEC championship game in a way that he didn't play well so well against in the Sugar Bowl. He played fine in the Sugar Bowl, but I thought he really played well in the SEC championship game. And you know, sometimes you don't. Sometimes the free throws aren't going in, and sometimes you need to do what you got to do to win. And the way that you want to play isn't the way that you can that can win. For Georgia, they need to have more than one way to win. That they typically win a particular way is great, but they need to be able to be diverse. That we know they can run the ball. Be the Patriots run when you. They can't they throw they didn't can't. run well right. against Texas because they had a hard time running against Texas. They didn't run well against LSU because they didn't run it. Yeah. I think they need to, um, and I think everyone agrees, I, I think that they have a quarterback that's more than capable of, of, of passing for them to win. They have the running backs. But when they get confronted with elite, elite teams, not Vanderbilt or even Missouri or or maybe not even Florida, but when they get confronted with the Clemsons, Alabamas of the world, and maybe someone will become a lot better in the Big Twelve that we don't know of. Can they win doing you know hitting backhands? Well, the thing I mean, if you look the past two years, there's only been a handful of games where they faced adversity and won. You had Notre Dame, Florida last year, Auburn, Oklahoma, Oklahoma, but they other they than are, that, they lose or they kick your ass. Yeah, they're too good now to. Um, they've lost five games in two years, right? right? Is that right? So one was on the last play of the game. Two to Alabama, one to Texas, one to LSU, one to Auburn. All right, so two were on the last play of the game to Alabama. Yeah. Uh, one was a just a non-show up against Texas. And then uh, LSU and Auburn, they kind of just – they played well, and then they got landslided on them. Yeah. So, um, you know, Alabama's been blown out uh, lately. <laughs> Clemson has not uh, – Clemson did not get blown out last year, but they were solidly beaten in 2017 for sure. Um, you can lose if you play someone good. But for Georgia, it's not it, – I wouldn't get overworked up about if they lose a game, but um, they need to surge into November and December. They probably won't lose before November. I find it hard to believe. And even with this schedule, if they lose one regular season game, it doesn't matter. Win the East and win the SC Championship, it, they're in. It, 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 you know, if if you are not Clemson in the ACC, you need to go undefeated. If you're Clemson, you get them all again. If you're Ohio State, I don't know. Ohio State's not exactly been given a lot of mulligans no. lately. Clemson does. If Clemson do. would have lost to Syracuse. I still it wouldn't think have they, it, I don't think it would have mattered. It mattered. That would have been their mulligan. They get it. It, it wouldn't have mattered unless Georgia had beaten Alabama, right. which didn't happen. So, 
Um, you know, it's just the world that we live in. Um, the Big 12 is essentially two teams now, which is Oklahoma and Texas. Uh, for a long time, it wasn't anything but one team. Right. So you live in the world you live in. Georgia, though, gets the benefit of the doubt with a loss. So does Alabama, and to some degree, so does LSU, and perhaps the Gators. You know, but you got to win the conference. Yeah. It looks like everybody except Alabama has to win their conference. Yeah, so the rules are different for yeah. different teams. There's all the, the SEC hate out there and all that, but a, a one loss SEC champion should probably get oh, in the playoff yeah. every single I mean, year. They, one loss SEC champ gets in every. I year. would think a two loss SEC champion would get in, but we've. Certainly gone way across the spectrum here for almost 30 minutes into what was <laughs> You're still listening to thing. this. Uh, thank you. Well, people listen, but Aaron Murray, yeah. I think, <laughs> I think, um, just looking at it, and we'll have to revisit it in the fall because I do want to see is Trayvon Walker a third string guy when he gets here or a second string guy when he gets here? In order, experienced guys in front of in, him. In, for, in order for him to start, he's going to have to beat out Tyler Clark or um, – You got Malik Herring there. I mean, there's well, just a lot it, of guys, yeah. you know. And the guys older than him that are still trying to find their way and still yeah, trying to break Yeah, and then, rotation. like, do you – you want to get – if you want to get your best 11 on the field, does that mean that you play Nolan Smith as a defensive end occasionally? I think wow. you'll see Nolan Smith and Jermaine Johnson. Uh, I mean, Jermaine Johnson, long, I don't know what game. he is. Yeah. I, he, when I watched him play, he was a defensive lineman. And in this league, is he a defensive lineman or is he a linebacker? Well, if it's third and long, you could have – got to have him on the yeah. – But you could put him at DN, That's put Nolan Smith and Britton Cox at outside linebacker, and then just, just – Blitz, do whatever, do whatever you need. Um, well, I, I I'll say this, man. They Georgia, when you had uh, Charles Grant and Quentin Moses, rest in peace, back in the day, you were going to get sacked. <laughs> on I third saw, down, I saw him at Charles Johnson. I think against Virginia Tech, his last yeah, game, he just killed him. I mean, almost every play, he was tackling a guy in the backfield or getting a sack. I mean, I mean, they in two thousand five, two thousand four, two thousand three with Pollock. That time, they really had pass rushers. John Favris was a very good pass rushing developer and coach. Jonathan Sullivan was picked like sixth in the draft after. Yeah, I mean, that's that's the Saints' problem. They produced him, yeah. Sounds like. But uh, when when you globally look at it, they've got all the pieces. It would be interesting to go to Alabama practice or to a Clemson practice or to Ohio State practice, whereas the bodies may all look the same. You know, well, like just, and we'll get off of this, but I have no doubt Alabama always will have a good offensive line. What is Clemson's situation on the offensive line? Because it was a couple of guys at least. They lost Mitch, Mitch Hyatt, Tremaine Ankrum. Is he yeah. still there? Did he graduate? I'm not sure. I feel like he's been there for five, six years now. But if he's there, he's a senior. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I. But they've done a good I job mean, of developing they linemen because they're not over recruited no, there. I don't think Clemson's beat out Sam Pittman for one guy in no. three years. I mean, so they're not recruiting at the same level as Sam Pittman. But no one's recruiting well, like Sam Pittman. Well, let's though. close like this though, with what you just said. That that's what I would be, you know, if you want to say worried about. You know, Georgia has been crashing on the way the the waves have crashed on the beach for everyone mm-hmm. else, but now the wave has developed. <laughs> A lot of the kids in this program have now been recruited by Kirby. This is totally Kirby's team, yeah. essentially, now. I don't think there's anyone left because yeah. Ledbetter and them were recruited by Mark. How long does it take for the three cycles to crash onto the beach? 
That's the question. The number one recruiting class is 2018, right? Correct. So by they that will, logic, 2020, when those guys are juniors, right. should be the year. But let's not forget, 2017 was, at the time, Georgia's best recruiting class on paper. Yes. And those guys are going to be juniors this year. And they have not. They were not as good as the two that have followed them. Right, see? right. So, so it, is, it is just like investing. If you, if you – if you get it ahead of time, you're fine. But if you're trying to make it up right at the end, it ain't going to work. And they have been investing, so to speak, by recruiting these players, signing them, getting them into the program. And now you have a sol- not just a solid base, but you do have a few freaks out there. And, you know, guys like Nolan Smith, guys like Zamir White, they've never played at Georgia. Yeah. And those two guys right there could be – Total, and Trayvon Walker too, yeah. to some degree. Well, the the way and I look pick, at it is, uh, this is probably the first team in a long time where you know, Kirby or whoever doesn't have to rely on true freshmen to come right. in and make an impact. If true freshmen are playing, it's either they're kicking someone's ass or they earned it and they are yeah. really, really, really good. But it's not like you're, you know, you have to have a, Tyson a, Campbell coming right, coming in and start or, or someone like that. You don't need a true freshman to come in and play if he does it's great but now they've built quality depth across yeah the depth across is, the is team. insane yeah. frankly and that that's the part you know to me clemson beat alabama with their best their best 22 were better than alabama's best 22 that night if, if there was one position where they did need to recruit someone to come and be like you need to be ready to play it's receiver and, and they, they got two they, and they did that really really good ones. three good ones but two who two, are just two who should be exceptional yes, yes. who will play that don blaylock and george pickens if he is and 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 you know play, and, and holloman has has really developed yeah. big tyler time Simmons is still insanely tyler <laughs> simmons still plays a, a lot of yeah. plays he He's doesn't a a run he, he doesn't the catch the ball too. a ton yeah. But he he plays a lot yeah. of downs. Trey Blunt is a good blocker on the perimeter too. This will be a chance for him to. You got but, but guys like Harris Jackson through. who are yeah. super fast. Yeah. <clears throat> they're gonna have to fight their way onto the field, and and that that's that's not gonna be easy. Real quick, uh, punt return, kick returner with Miko <coughs> gone. Yeah, we I mean hit on that, we, but you know, uh, Zamir would be a good kick return guy. Yeah. But um, you know, I don't. We we're still unknown there in some ways. You would think George George Pickings would be. Uh, Curious, I think would be. Curious Jackson would there. be a very good kicker. Is there anyone guy. in the secondary who you think might be able to return a kicker too? They got some speed. Well, I I, they, well, what about Demetrius though? As a kick return guy, yeah, I wouldn't kick, trust kick off, him punt kick, return, but kick return kick is off different. return has really changed because yeah. people just. There's a lot of fair catches, and the kids are getting into the end zone. Yeah. Punt return, on the other hand, um, I don't you, think Demetrius has the ball skills, and, and yeah. Well, you don't want him to get hit. Yeah. Um, but Mecole was a game changer back there. Yeah. No question. Be interesting to see what happens there. Kyrus Jackson is a prime candidate if he continues to develop he's how we thought he was. Very at fast. High yes, I mean, he's very fast. But they have guys. I don't know if there's a weapon yet, but. We'll we'll see, and then um, punting punting needs to be more consistent. Yeah, so, he can boom it. He's got to figure out where it's going. Right, and and that's that was an important part of the twenty seventeen yeah. team. As there well. were a few times where he did get the ball 
down on the one yard line, but there are also times where all you need to do is punt it 20 yards and he just, yeah. you know, air mails it in there. So, um, still plenty of time uh, to get that together. But overall, There's, you can, if yeah. you want to find issues with Georgia, you can find them. Yeah. But that's sort of normal. Yeah. And, but I, I think a lot of people would kill to have the skill players and no, I mean, murder would be totally on the table for the offensive line to get to get that offensive line because Georgia's offensive line is, is as good as it they gets. They should be able to run on everyone. LSU, Auburn, Albie, they should be able to run. You on You should certainly be able to do that in the in the second half yeah. against anyone. I don't care who they're playing, right. Alabama, Clemson, or you know whoever is this yeah. year's version of Clemson. DeAndre Swift line. and possibly a healthy Zamir White behind that. Or, or, or line, Brian Harrion. Or Brian I mean, Harrion. I mean that. It shouldn't be stopped. It shouldn't. Be. We say that, but I, I mean, know. you know, if a defense is fresh in the in the second half, you're in, you're you're gonna have a harder time. Yeah. But again, that's why you you know have a game plan and stick to it, yeah. and and continue to run. All right. Uh, Long edition. Extended edition of uh, Riding Home. Thanks to Matt DeBerry. Check out dogpost.com, D-A-W-G-P-O-S-T.com. Join us on Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, and Facebook. Uh, We are all over the social media spectrum. uh, But we want to see you over at Dogpost, D-A-W-G-P-O-S-T.com. Thanks for joining us again.